another episode of the Essex Wolves podcast. And this time it's episode 31. 31 this time. <laughs> Jeez. We're getting on there. We're getting along very well. It's getting good. So um, once again, we've got Peach with me uh, as Hello. usual. Uh, how are you today? Doing all right. How about you? Despite the weather, because I would, I would should, I just guess you just know Peach lives in America. Like UK is in a bit of a heat wave. Um, oh no, we're in a mass one over here too. Oh, what, so what temperature have you got at the moment? It's literally up to the nineties. Around this time, we don't usually get nineties. We're literally down in the seventies. I'm going to have to double check what that is because I think we use Celsius. I think you use Fahrenheit. Yeah, no, same one. Let me have a, let me have a look. See what that is. I don't know what way around it is. Cause I think because I know we've got we're in the 30s. That I think it's like 34, 36, I think it is. Which um yeah, I think it might be or you might be around the 30 degrees in that case. Or 40s. Because I know next week we're in 40. Which is pretty bad. Yeah, no, we're in the same area with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm probably going to double-check that, but no, so it's pretty, so, okay. So you're right, I think, have you got aircon in your place? Because I know we haven't, yeah. I'm sorry, that was fast. What was the... Sorry. No, have you got, <laughs> no, I was going to say, have you got aircon? Like, are we keeping yourself cool? How, how are you keeping yourself cool? Um, My house does not have air conditioning. So, <laughs> just close the curtains then. Uh, curtains are closed. I and it's still a bit breezy, so that Ask. helps. Yeah. So, where, like, are you midday sun or are you morning or evening sun? Because I know mine's evening, like midday, which means we do get quite a bit of the heat. Uh, literally, it depends on the day because some days, like right now, it's um sixty four over here. Thank fucking okay. God for that. Um, but usually around ten a.m. it will get to the nineties. Ooh, that that's pretty hot. That's pretty hot. Oh yeah. So, yeah, no, because I mean, I, I was just—I mean, cause yesterday, because I because obviously, just because anyone doesn't know or seen on who on social media, we had um, well, I did a Marriott tournament in Battlebridge. Shout out to the guys at Nerd Base. And I mean, I got to the semi. I actually thought I did really well. I mean, it was just, I had a really bad cup um, in mine. And I can't know what was it? I can't remember which cup it was. I'm going to have to double check which one it was called. I think, do you, I mean, do you know the Mary Cup? Yes, Classes, I do. Cups? Okay, so if I, yeah. well, let me just find the cups on it. So I know, because I know what it looks like. I know it was, yeah, the triad one. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, my try. I must admit that's a half. I yeah. So mine, yeah, it was a bit tricky to say the least. A bit. Those ones are the most pain in the ass ones. No, I mean, like, I can't. I think I had a. Was it? No, I had the bell one, but I did quite well on that. I just had a terrible time because all the ones had no barriers, so it was really tricky. Really, really tricky. But, yeah, you know, I know. Those ones are the pain yeah. in the ass because, like, then it turned into a freaking bumper car shit. 
Yeah, no, very much so, very much so. But um, on to uh, the only great role kind of gaming news story, really, that has come out literally in the last couple of days, actually, because I think most everything else has just been kind of a little bit, nothing special, nothing major, uh, apart from maybe like some of the, obviously, we, I mean, obviously, we've just also done some videos and actually one of our latest videos on Cloud Gaming has just come out. Go and have a look, go and check it out. But one of the ones I think has definitely got us a lot to talk about was the ex who, um, ex the um, uh, person that used to work at EL now is sort of a CEO at Unity, um, has to had to apologize after making comments for calling devs that are not focusing on monetization effing idiots. Which, okay, that is not appropriate. <laughs> no. No, no, I would be honest. I, I, I mean, it just shows. I think that is the EA mind, if I'm honest. That just shows EA mind going, like, any way possible, take money out. And I will be honest, and that's saying something because I know Take Two is really bad for that. Yeah. That, I mean, it's. It's up. So, I mean, even I'm like, I mean, you can't. I mean, like, look at the games. When, I mean, that. Been an absolute success that do not have microtransactions at all. God of War is probably one of the best examples of that, probably in my opinion. And also, uh, Forza Horizon Five, while it does technically have some, not but not really. It's still a very popular, successful game. Um, well, I mean, there's obviously Night um, Row Ninety Six. That's been a really good hit. That, I mean, does that have microtransactions? No, no, it does not. I mean, I think, I mean, there is no need for a game to have microtransactions or monetization in it at all. It's just easy P. It's just, it just shows where you are. If you are a company that don't, like, say, add microtransactions, then you are clearly, I think, a game built for gamers, like obviously God of War. I'm, then, but I mean, I'm not against them. Obviously, I understand with free to play, you just sort of get away. And I'm not against DLC because I think Forza's DLCs are pretty good. And so has I think like ACC, and depending on what Call of Duty's, they've done some really interesting. And same with, um, let's say, Eurotruck. I, I mean, I mean, what's your opinion on that? On the comments that were put. Honestly, I don't exactly have an opinion. Though I still think that the professionalism with that is not there. No, I think it does. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. It's for saying those comments. It isn't very professional. It's not very businesslike. It is a bit kind of something you would say, like on social media, probably, and obviously getting trouble for saying that on there but i mean if that's something you'd say to your family not oh yeah you would never say that oh yeah no it, it, but yeah, you that no just on media and in an interview you don't say that shit no no you definitely don't you definitely don't it's absolutely i think uh, something I think you just have to bear with. And obviously, actually, as well, I think we just should mention about, obviously, Bungie and Sony have now completed the acquisition. So they're now officially part of the PlayStation family, Bungie. I mean, what, I mean, what is your opinion? I mean, 
I mean, I, I can tell it's not good. I can tell. I can tell from you, it's not good. No, because I grew up with Bungie. Like, I think it I, is weird seeing Bungie in a different side of things. No, I grew up with Bungie as head of Halo, though. I played. I started playing Halo when I was five, and just seeing that, just like you traitors, no, why? No, I, I know it is. I mean, it's it is really weird. I mean, it's probably one of the few companies I can think of that have been exclusive from one company and then have gone exclusive to another. I mean, the only company that may have gone, I think, is similar to this, is probably Rare, if you if you remember. Rare. Yeah, I Which do. I think, yeah, I was thinking. Just in case anyone doesn't know who Rare are, Rare um, are the thing obviously that make um, CFEs, but in the really early days when they blew up was when they were working with Nintendo on the N64, where they made the infamous Golden Eye, Banjo Kazooie, Bubsy 3D, and of course, um, Perfect Dark. Which is a sort of sequel to GoldenEye without the sort of James Bond license. I mean, have you actually? Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, have you ever played actually? As here, ever played? I've played GoldenEye. Oh, <laughs> no, that's good. Game. Have you ever like played the Banjo Kazooie? Have you ever played Conquered by Fur Day? Or no. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think you might. I don't actually know. Would you like Conquers? I don't know. Conquers by Fur <laughs> you might. Because I mean, there's like the Great Mighty Boo and the whole. It's a very adult game, but. Very funny. And I'm trying to think what else is there. I think, obviously, because I've played quite a few in Banjo, because it's amazing. Really quite a bit of fun. But no, I mean, I, I, can you think of any other companies that have been, let's say, exclusive of Xbox or Nintendo and then gone over to another company or PlayStation? No, but I can name a couple of actors that went from DC to Marvel. Oh, yeah. Ryan Reynolds. And the opposite. Of- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, and he's Elba. That's a good point, because I think he was in one of them. Yeah. Because I know, because he's played Deadshot. Was it Deadshot in Suicide Squad, or was he not Deadshot? No, that was a different person. All right. But then it was also the same actor that played as as the main character in Hancock. Ah, got it, got it, got it, got it. Makes sense. (laughs) No, I think I know. I think you're in about. Like, I mean, I mean, it is. While it is sad, I think to see Bungie now going over Sony. I will be honest. I think everyone's trying to buy each other out. It does seem to be a point. It's just funny thinking that PlayStation now bought a company that was Xbox exclusive and made one of the greatest franchises and probably one of the greatest pieces of music ever made. Is now a Sony exclusive and is of course Destiny. Now I hope this doesn't affect Xbox and Nintendo. I mean, X, sorry. Destiny on Xbox. I hope not. But it might mean they make more games. Who knows? They might make another Disney. They might make another game, but they might hopefully them. I think my only theory is they might what they might do sometimes what they do with COD is make early access for PlayStation and then bring it over to Xbox later. That's my hope, but you know you never know. What what do you think? What how do you <sighs> think it's gonna work? I don't know. No, I but think... then again, I know Destiny's already on Xbox, so You're both, both consoles, and I—I I mean, I still love Destiny too. It's still got—I mean, it's still great story. It's still a great story, with great um characters, and obviously 
you've got um Nolan North in there and stuff, which is but no, I'm just double I'm just double checking through here just to see if there's anything. Yeah, I think that's what they're saying. It's basically, I think they're going to make a non-Destiny game by 2025. So I think that's what they're going to do. It's make an exclusive PlayStation kind of bio, um, Bungie uh. game. It'll be so funny. It's some sort of Halo clone. That I'm going to be, be mad funny. if that's the case. Yeah, I mean, it's probably going to be the interesting thing to actually getting Halo on PlayStation. He's having bungee on our thing now. It's quite... F- but um, on to... Yeah, on to wrestling. Um, not much, apart from... It does look like Sasha Banks looks like maybe taking some bookings. However, it sounds like only for non-wrestling stuff. So more like, I think, for like the Star Wars she's been in for Boba, the Boba, Book of Boba Fett. So, yeah. which is very interesting. And I think they are saying that she's not technically allowed till next year in January, which is very interesting. Although this is only speculation and rumours. But I think the main one, which has been quite a bit of a talking point, and I think being quite a big hit, is the announcement that Raw, WWE Raw, is going back to TV14, or in layman's terms, Attitude Era, which was probably some of the (laughs) best times with um, obviously that's when uh, oh, who, who was it? Kenny and um, Kurt Angle and um, John Cena first was introduced through that time. The ruthless oh, aggression. Yeah. <laughs> that was great. And then obviously you got probably hopefully. I mean, we might get some real. I mean, the saddest thing is they. I mean, now it's going to TV fourteen. I mean, this would have been the perfect time to get like Bray Wyatt to have some of these probably insane matches he would probably want to do. And storytelling. I mean, then again, the shield was near the end of the attitude area. Era. When was that? I'm like, some. When was the end of the attitude era? Was it like early 2000s? That was during the fall. I believe the fall of the 30, actually, when they split up. Uh, oh, when the. Oh, I did not know they actually were technically. I would say it's when. I say in other words, that would be around. Oh five, oh six, probably then. Yeah, probably around then. Oh geez. So I mean, I hope I do hope they can do because I think it. I think it needs to rival AEW, which is a bit more TV fourteen. And trust me, it's definitely TV fourteen in some bits with some of like the matches. I mean, especially Water, Blood, and Guts with the recent match they did. That was, oh, that's insane. Hopefully, they'll bring back like the Ring of Fire stuff. Oh, in, in how no inferno, inferno yeah. match. Yeah, because yeah. Those are actually so you, kind of cool. Dangerous yeah, as fuck, but yeah, yeah, I remember because they used to have them in the WWE games, and then they suddenly just chucked them out. Yeah, they were quite fun actually in, in playing game because it was. Oh yeah, was quite... no, my brother hated them though. <laughs> nah, yeah, yeah. Maybe because I kept pushing him into the fire. Whoops. <laughs> No, I can I can get that. I can get that. And I'm trying to I mean what I mean what matches would you like to see come back now it's TV 14? Oof. That's a hard one. But then again I definitely think like them for a match would be one that 
would be a fun one to see. Hmm. Yeah, I think I would love to see an Inferno match, but I don't. I don't know. It's impossible. Maybe like a Texas Death Match, maybe because I know they oh, sort yeah. of did it with Brock Lesnar and obviously the, Dean Ambrose. Um, that didn't go that buried well. alive ones would be good. Oh, the yeah. I hope they go back. I mean, I know the supernatural stuff. They've sort of gone missing. I mean, apart from Edge's Judgment Day. Yeah, but I'm trying to think. I mean, I mean, that's I think they're saying that like Cody Rhodes, I think, may have had something to do with it. So, just I'm really looking for, I think this could be really interesting on what could happen now. That's oh, yeah, obviously, TV 14. I'm curious with that, and I yeah. will be keeping an eye on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, very much so. Very much. So. I mean, I mean, the awesome hearing actually, I think they're scrapping the tag belt because I think that's a lot of people saying there's only one technical tag team in WWE, and that's. Um, um, do drop and Nikki Ash, and that's about it. I mean, apart from obviously NXT, so got quite a few at the moment. So it could, I mean, it could be they may hold it off until probably bring some of the NXT stuff up, but I, who knows, dude? I'm excited to see who they will bring up from NXT. I know because I think there are rumors that EO is leaving the company, although that's that uh, she has sent a tweet out saying rumors so. Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't. I mean, I can understand if it was me with EO, I would say it's really tricky because I know she is an amazing wrestler, but I will WWE do her right. I don't know. But I know that, I mean, I've obviously you've given titles to Roxanne and Cora Jade after the, I don't know how long, I think it's been about a year. I think pretty deadly I've had that. No, not pretty deadly. Um, Wrong, wrong. I mean, the, to um, be John... fair, there's a massive difference between now and when Paige debuted. Oh, yeah. I mean, the division is, I mean, she was the start of the division. And I think there are so many good women in that division. I mean, and the good, um, like, rest, I think male wrestlers in there as well. Obviously, I know there are talks about some of them coming up and stuff. I know oh, there's yeah. been also, in, I know some of them think they're going back and forth between UK and the US with some of them going into the NXT UK which have, again I've had some good matches there so yeah no I think no it's been, I think it's, I'm looking forward to see what they can do I mean they need to because I think at the moment NXT has just lost something where hopefully it will come back with this um, but who knows but uh, I think it's our time I think for our favourite bit top fives so, oh dear. Uh, yeah, I think first things first, we do. Um, well, I think it was one that, um, which was top five favorite songs. As in, like, obviously, it does not, it could be more than one song um, from one band. So it's basically a song. So the first one, um, so shall I go first? Or do you want to go first? Go right ahead. Okay. So my first one. Um, I will, I'll give it an explosion because I know this one isn't one I think you're aware of called Time by Oto Vlad. Vlad. I think it's Oto Vlad. Oto Vlad. I think it's pronounced. Which I, I know. I, yeah. <laughs> I think some may know, some don't. And it's a song that was done in a 2018, I think it was, 2017, 2018, and was for Eurovision for Ukraine. 
And it's one of my favorite songs that I've ever heard on Eurovision. Hands down, it was my favorite song then, and I still listen to it now, and even more now because the lyrics are very important now, which I think is fantastic. I recommend anyone to, if you want to have a look at that song, it's worth it. It's a really nice song. Uh, my number four was a group. It was a song from I Prevail called Rise, which was in Forza Horizon 4. Although I, know, I do know some people who knew the song already. I mean, the video is actually quite funny because it's in a kind of cinema where they take machines out of the cheating and everything. It's quite funny. Great song. Great yeah. lyrics. Very good. I recommend anyone to listen to it. Um, number three. This was a really, the top three were really difficult. It took me quite a bit of time to sort of figure out my decision. But I decided the way I've gone for it, which is number three, is Falling on Reverse with Drugs, which was an absolute banger. It was the first song I had heard from theirs um, because I, it was actually, this was really, this was how scary it is. Okay. Because I, I think if you listen to Spotify, I mean, I presume you have Spotify. Pete. I do not. <laughs> okay. Um, if you have a Spotify, they do this thing where every week they'll give you songs to recommend if because of songs you might enjoy listening to. Uh, like they go through your list and go, you might like this song, all that, and they do like a group of them, and call and they call it Discover Discovery. And one of those was Drugs from Falling Reverse, and I just listened to it about five seconds. And I went, "Wow, I love this." I really liked it, not knowing it was falling reverse and not knowing it was the one I who was going out with Ronnie Radke from who was going out with Paige. Although, ironically, I recognised the cover. And then I was remember, oh, yeah, that's why she was advertising it. But no, it's a great song. Really love it. And it had that great, shocking um, line from uh, Travis Barker from, Meta- um, from Slipknot in there. So, can't go wrong and the video is amazing um number two one i think you know very well <laughs> not going to die tonight by skillet uh however you have not heard the very beginning for that one. Oh no i know the very beginning of that one. Oh, oh i can't like dis- the creepy child one. Oh, yeah, yeah i've seen it's the lyric video one yeah i've seen that one that is a that whole videos with movies were really quite good because I remember seeing that. That yeah. was, oh my word, they were. That song is so good, very good. But my number one is Falling Reverses, Popular Monster. It is an absolute banger lyrically, acoustically. Oh my, it's a great song. True, I mean truly, the lyrics of that. I remember listening that first time. I just went, "Wow, that is amazing! Truly amazing!" And I, I, I honestly, I've listened to that about 30, 40 times, and it's still, I think, to many places, one of the best songs they've ever written. It's gone platinum. The video still gets number one. Like the song still is in like the top hunts, like top ten in the rock and metal charts. It's ridiculously oh, wow. popular. It's ridiculously popular. <laughs> Worth listening to. Worth listening to. So on to your list. To. Yeah. Uh, number five for me is the resistance. Vice. Yeah. I'm just skillet. Yeah. yeah. Which I mean, is this a recent one? Is this one of the early ones? It's one of the re- more recent ones. Yes. I was going to say I know it's not one I recognise. 
Was that the time when they did Invincible? No. Oh, it's not that one then. Stay, hang on. Let me look. Because it could be. Because if it's that album, I do know. Because that was a good album, actually. I've had some good albums recently, actually. Honestly, they've had some killer ones. Yeah. All right. Unleashed is the album. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I know this oh, one. Oh, yeah, no, that said. is a good album. That actually is a good album. Oh, yeah. That and then a- I know you said Not Gonna Die tonight. <laughs> yeah. It, that is, I mean, yeah, that, that song is. Lyrically, I think it's. Would you say, in your personal opinion, that is one of the best Jen Ledger songs? She's. It she's, really is. Oh, it definitely puts. Uh, I think others to shame. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, but I love the very beginning. Oh no, too. no, no! I am with you one hundred percent on that. Like before, it like, gets into the main song. It's just like. Ah, I love oh, it. It's. It's that. <laughs> it does violin. give you chills, though. It's 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 the violins, and the child actually like the child's voice for that. As oh well. yeah, with the drums and everything. No, I'm with you on that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm with you on that. So uh, <sighs> number three, Never Surrender by Skillet. Which is that also from the same album? Or was that no? Is that the Alive album? It is Alive. <laughs> That is a that is a Wait, no, not alive. It's the Awake album. Awake. Oh, gee, that is actually quite an early one. That is quite an early. It is a very early one. No, I think because it just shows. I think you've got three different songs from three different albums, a very (laughs) different years. I think the early one was like oh six. I think it was, and then there was an oh ten. I think it was oh ten, oh twelve, or maybe oh thirteen, and then um oh. The mo- the more recent the last, the fifth one was I think 2017 or 2020. 2020. Jeez, that I mean that was a good album. That was a good album. And then But just shows how long I've been a skillet fan. <laughs> oh yeah, no. It definitely it definitely shows. And your number two. Um Unknown Soldier by Breaking Benjamin. Oh, I mean I know because obviously I know when we did our band, you did. Um, obviously you mentioned I think I was number two in your list and I must be honest I haven't heard it but I think I will be definitely listen to it I think it does I mean I have heard some of their stuff I don't think I've heard that one yet um, but then stuff. again one of their songs is in the soundtrack for Halo 2 yeah that is very true that is very true so it shows how no. they are good they are good <laughs> is that, is, that the, is that is this the one from Halo 2 no this is okay. something completely different than Blow Me Away Gotcha. From Halo gotcha, 2. Gotcha. gotcha. But not going to lie, as soon as I heard it in Halo 2, I literally immediately started singing along. No, oh, <laughs> okay, uh, and your number one? Face to Face by Citizen Soldier. Oh, okay. Because I can know that was your number one in uh, the band, so I this, yeah. better, this must be good. No, I, yeah, must, I think... No, but then again, it, it's... I can like, kind of connect to it more. <laughs> It has more of a rebellious nature to it, and I love it. 
No, it's. I think that's very true. Because I'm not I think what I like about this is you've probably heard stuff that you're now going to try and listen to or find, and I'm going to yeah. try and find stuff that you. It, it, I think it does definitely. <laughs> I think it's very good. I and mean, this is why we do it. Because I think it because it makes us go, oh, I have to have a look at this, or I have to watch this, or I have to find that. Because <laughs> I mean, admittingly, yeah. I have to find the finding the Rise album in the UK now is really difficult. I'm, I can find the old some of the older stuff and the greatest hits one, which is really funny actually. You can still. Get, I mean. But, I still have the CD for Awake and Rise. Oh, wow, that's going to be worth some future. I can just tell. I mean, it was vinyl, definitely. But um, no, it's definitely going to be an. I think it's going to be a really. No, I'm. I'm sorry. Those are mine. No one can have them. <laughs> yeah, they'll, <laughs> they'll be in the grave when I die. It yeah, no, it's be... like that will be in my wall. Just like bury me with my music and movies. <laughs> yeah. Those will be going with me. No, that's fair. I think that's fair. That's very fair. Very, very fair. But uh, no, I think I'd, no, I'm definitely trying to find those songs whenever uh, when I'm off, obviously off podcast. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think the next one I think we're going to do is top five Harry Potter characters. Now I'm gonna first give this to you because I because obviously we did this on our Discord page on the and um, I, I, you only I mean admittedly <laughs> it was one person which was Snape Snape Severus Snape <laughs> yeah <laughs> anyone who gets that you must know Poppet Pals <laughs> that was a great time that was <laughs> that was a great time but no I, I I mean I can't even argue that it's a great shout. And it was, oh, it's absolute. I mean, I, he, he's a very interesting character because obviously he did work for the Dark Lord. But he, the story behind I Snape mean, is a very interesting. He didn't work for the Dark Lord. He was a double agent spying on yes, the Dark Lord. Be- before, I mean, obviously before that, he did. But he has been a death victim for a while. And, but there was and a mean, false death eater. Yeah, I mean, not only that, I would also say, I think he, not only that, there was also, um, no, I think, who, and also the actor who plays Snape, I think was, I think it's also made the character legendary as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, I I did, we, when I was at um, a drama school, we actually did bits from Harry Potter, the first one, which, and we, I think we had, we had Dumbledore, who did the um, OG Dumbledore, the original Dumbledore. The more sound like someone had asthma, Dumbledore, if you know what I'm meaning. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, not Michael Gambon. And we had, I think we had a Flitwick. We had obviously McGonagall. We had someone playing the sorting hat and obviously that <laughs> boy and all that. And obviously, and I played Snape, which was, I only got that because I had, no, I got to play this because I was. Just there, I think, doing something else. Because like, I was helping out do... What was it? I'm trying to remember what it was I was there for. Because it could have been I was there for... Um, I think I was doing some stuff. I know I was doing some stuff with Lion King. And I think I was doing some other stuff with them on something else. But I can't remember what it was at the time. But probably when I go and watch that video again, I'll probably know. So I was there doing that. And we were... And I, I was like, could you, oh, you mind just doing Snape for us? So I did it in the style of Snape from the movie. And I did it pretty much the timing of it. 
and everything. I know it's just like proper. I remember the teacher when I did it in real life, and you see him like, I mean, I remember them just like, he was so impressed because I did it so well and the way I was doing it. But no, I can absolutely say that. He's a very cool character. I do quite like Snape. Um, At least your drama time wasn't scaring the shit out of your drama teacher. Oh, yeah, no. I didn't scare. <laughs> no, I have never scared. I was more the comedian. I was more the comedic. So I didn't do the more scary stuff. But um, And then you just have me that got banned from playing a villain. <laughs> and that's, yeah. I mean, I've heard your stuff. I mean, it is pretty good and terrifying. So I'll go from my Because you're used to me at my normal. You are not used to me when I flip that switch. <laughs> Where, where is my list? Oh, here we are. Here we are. So my number five is Ginny. As in Ginny Weasley. Because um, I, oh I think God, you, again, sorry. she's, just... <laughs> she's a character that you see, you see grow from obviously the beginning of the series to the growing, obviously with the whole situation of her with the diary and obviously then being, going out with um, Harry and stuff. It's, it's very impressive and to see her grow. It's been it's been fantastic. She's a very interesting character, and also a pretty good Quidditch player as well, which is good. <laughs> which is um, one of my favourites. Uh, number four, Mrs. Weasley. Oh God! Never piss off the mom. We never piss oh, no. off that mom. Definitely do not piss piss off Mrs. Weasley. I mean, <laughs> my main reason I have to give it is for Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets too. I mean, and Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, no, I'm with that's, you there. <laughs> Don't I mean, piss her off. No, I mean it's the, the, I mean also the person that plays her, it makes it for me. I mean, I've, I mean, don't get me wrong, she is good in uh, the games, because obviously, but it's another level in the, um, in the um, obviously the movie. Her voice is ridiculous. It's like literally being shouted at by your teacher. It, it is ridiculous. Ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, even I mean, even in the battle, which obviously she um goes against Bellatrix, which was nearly on my list, by the way. Um, yeah. where she says, "Not my daughter," which oh my word, she is a proper kind of like this is why you don't mess with Mrs. Weasley at all. She is an impressively good character through the whole series. It's like okay, let's not piss her off. And her howler. Wow, the Howler. I mean, just in case anyone doesn't know what a Howler is, it's basically an angry, angry letter. You're being shouted. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I felt pity for Peron with that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, My number three is Hagrid. Funny guy, lovable, big giant. It's just... You love him when he's you just a him. huggable giant. Yeah, I know he's just huggable. He actually, interestingly, he's actually—I think it was played by a, um, a rugby player, quite a big rugby player, just because they needed the build and stuff to get. Curious. To yeah, because I know that because they did. I've been around the um, studio in Britain. Yeah. Oh, you lucky son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly not the Christmas one or the uh, the Halloween one. I was there. I think it was like in the Easter. So I've, I, I think we had um, what was it? Hogwarts, the Hogwarts Express. So nine nine and three quarters. But no, Hagrid, I just love it. It's like, 
it's I what I love is obviously it's when you first see him, he's like this big guy, and he just opens the door and just goes, Sorry about that. He's just like, Oh, he's just a lovable guy who's just puts the door back and everything and I think calls Mr. Dursley a I fruit. remember that. <laughs> yeah. Or when he accidentally tells you something, because I should have told you that. I should have not told you that. It's. <laughs> it's... I mean, because with him, like you could tell there's like a heart, like barely any filter too. <laughs> oh, he's a gen- he's an amazing character. Like through yeah. the whole series, he's an amazing person. And like I do like Hagrid, I really do. Yeah, but he's mainly because guy. he has that affinity for animals, like I do. Oh, yeah. No, of course he does. Because obviously you had um, Buckbeak. You had a dragon. The spiders. Yeah. Like the booby dragon. I'm sorry. I would have wanted to keep it too. Yeah. (laughs) No, I don't know. What was his name of his spider? Oh, God. I'm forgetting that. (laughs) I don't do well with those spiders. No, and the music of that is terrifying. It used to creep off my sister. Oh god, yeah, no. Yeah. I but then again, I'm more afraid of the freaking spiders from Lord of the Rings. Not gonna lie. Okay, no, fair enough. Uh, my number two is Harry Potter. Like obviously, because being the main character, he's very good. He's you can see him grow through the series, and some of his lines have been fantastic. And uh, as a character, I think as a just someone you watch, he is very much a sort of person i think you just don't think of any special of but going through series you just see how much he changes and also yeah. i think to some people saying he made people having glasses cool okay you're talking this morning wears glasses remember that yeah the circle <laughs> yeah <laughs> no i mean before that i've known people when i was um, at school um that would not or like didn't want to wear glasses, or would own like, and but then so Harry Potter said, okay, I will now wear glasses. Or when they ha- will need the glasses, they said I would only wear Harry Potter glasses. <laughs> it made people, I think it. Uh, yeah, but no, I, I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I don't wear glasses, so. But no, also, I mean, the thing with glasses, if you see those with the bigger glasses, it's because they have giant eyes. Mm. Oh yeah, like um, oh, who's the fortune teller? Oh, God, I'm forgetting her name. But, yeah, no. And I'm only saying this because that was me growing up. I had that, those glasses. Yeah. I mean, as someone who, obviously, who grew up with glasses, seeing someone who, obviously, with glasses, was that, I think, was that a good thing for you, personally? Or were you not really bothered? Like, obviously, like, Harry oh, look. <laughs> someone with glasses that isn't getting bullied. How lucky them. Yeah. Yeah, no, oh. I was kind of, I was a bit bitter. But then again, getting bullied a shit ton growing up for the way you no. look and what you like is not a pleasant thing. It no. will make you bitter. <laughs> no, I mean, obviously, it's that famous line in, from Malfoy, like, oh, Potter, looks like you've got yourself a girlfriend, which I'll always remember from. And that's from Can the I second... bitch slap him? <laughs> oh, yeah, that was, yeah, I would, I'll be honest, I think the amount of people that would, I think, you would, yeah, stand at the back of the line, I think would be the word for that one. But no, I think I've always, <laughs> yeah, no, I also, I think it was also the games that quite driven me. But number one for me is Neville Longbottom. Oh, which no, I know, that's an underrated one. No, I would, and I, this is my reason why. Neville is probably one of the best characters, in my opinion. Like, I, when you watch him originally from like the first ones, obviously 
first one, he breaks his breaks bone in Quidditch. Then he faints in uh, with a Miss in the greenhouse. Then you have him stuck on a, uh, I think there's a lamp, not a lamp, a shadow, like the lights from a pixie with um, oh, yeah. Lockhart. Like the mouth. No, he got picked on so much. So much. He was picked on, but then you see him grow as a character from Huffler Print, not no Order of the Phoenix, Huffler Prince, and then uh, in Deathly Hallows Part Two. Oh yeah, that is what you call a, a kind of what a kind of a story of growth and change, and shows how much even though you might be kind of one that struggles, that in the end you can be someone that could be a hero or be someone that changes stuff. In oh, yeah, that's what I that's what I mean. It's sort of like me, I think that's why I always think of it. It's like Neville's similar to me, like I struggled at school, but in the end, obviously, I, I'm I've got my stuff I'm doing and I'm doing doing I'm doing this, you know, I'm and I love doing it. So, I think this is that's why I probably put him <laughs> as number one is like Neville's similar to me in a way. Oh, yeah, but uh, okay, on to uh, I think we're gonna do a final one. Because I think uh, I don't. I think we've got. I think we've done it long enough. Is Star Wars characters? Uh, do you want to go first, or shall I? Uh, you go. You might as well go first. <laughs> okay. Okay. My number five is Ray. I, th- I, I, I. She's a. I mean, she's a kick-ass female. <laughs> I, I just love, like, obviously the whole thing with Kylo Ren and that whole. Way there, and obviously the story. I mean, I, I I'm That's maybe funny. not. She's good, and then obviously the way she kind of can fix stuff and uh, the communication she has with BBA and Chewie is amazing. Oh yeah, she's a very interesting character. Number four, Padme. Um, because Can't again, some of the things. Because I actually, she's a I badass. Actually, oh no, she's not only a badass. She's way better than Leia, Princess Leia, in my opinion. I mean, she was, and she would hide and stuff, and the whole thing. I mean, have you ever seen the SNL sketch, the person that played Padme? Yeah. Where she's talk, they're talking about the better than the prequel, and you think, I'm sorry, what? And then you just see her dressed as Padme, saying, say something good about the prequel, say something good about Jar Jar Binks, <laughs> and all of that. <laughs> One of my favorite. It is quite funny. But I must I don't think she gets a lot of love. I think. Lei gets more love than and Ray, but I think Padme is more important because she would go out in the fights and properly fight and go out and. and but and then the again, it's also behind the scenes of the fights that you don't see Lei in action. No, no, that's true. But I think it's very. I mean, uh, we don't really see Lei in action until Star Wars Battlefront. Um, that is you mean the games? games? That is very true. I mean, the, I think the nearest thing you could probably see her in is probably the third of the original trilogy on half. Yeah. But and then, but she, I think she only does really into it is in the lot the final trilogy before she passes away. That's about it. I don't. Yeah, but that doesn't mean. Because we don't even see how much fighting the rebellion does. Yeah, 
no, quite. Where you see her Padme fight a lot in nearly every single movie. Just yeah, and it's just like, dude, you see her fighting so much. What is going on with the rebellion? Yeah. Okay, so my number three is Anakin, Anakin Skywalker. A character you see and understand why he goes the way he does. And also, I think the guy who plays him is amazing. That is hilarious because his pattern is my is in mine. <laughs> I think what is he in your list? No, his Padawan is though. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think Anakin, I mean Anakin is. I I've always preferred Anakin to Luke because you can see that. I mean the the levels he will go to protect someone is. I mean, as you see, is ridiculous. Dude, yeah. And dark. Because apparently, which is really interesting, is apparently when they obviously did the Order 66 situation. Yeah. Was apparently, they didn't, I think, I've read somewhere, I think they didn't actually talk to the kids about over that situation that they were all being killed, basically being killed. Yeah. Which, I mean, obviously, you just see, I think it was genuine fear from the kids because they didn't really know what was going on and stuff. So, but wow. I mean, yeah. And they feel bad for the kid actors for that. Because it's like, oh my god, that would be so traumatic. Mm, yeah. That is, I mean, that is one of the more interesting, I think. He is just an interest just to see grow and change. And obviously you still have oh, that yeah. redemption in the end, in a way. Oh yeah. But um, number two, um, Obi-Wan. Slash Ben Kenobi, of course. And <laughs> I, I, I mean, he is great. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I love Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan. I think he's a really cool character. I mean, Paddy McGuinness's version is also very good. I mean, obviously, it's, I mean, you grow up with him. And I think he, again, you see that creature, the character of obviously him with Kwai, Kwai Jin, obviously then, t- um, obviously training obviously Anakin, and then obviously then sort of training and being the ghost in to obviously Luke, which is, I think, really interesting. And I think you can see that character going and obviously the infamous, hello there, obviously. Oh, speaking of which, yeah. for the sequels, did you, did you manage to keep tabs on all those first ghosts that spoke in the very last scene? In regards to the last movie, no, I don't think I a have. lot of the ones that got killed from Order sixty six were there. Oh. oh my god, my heart! Wow, that's bonkers. I mean, I do, do you know it's such an interesting fact? I don't know if you know this, but you know the infamous line which Hugh McGregor does of the "Hello there" from in the third movie. Yeah. Because he actually, because he said he was baffled when that first came out, because he was just copying a line that obviously was done in the original Star Wars that Paddy McGuinness did, or Philip. Yeah, McGuinness, I know. McGuinness. And he's like, well, I don't know. It's really, I mean, it is pretty interesting. But yeah, I do. No. Prefer, I, I prefer. But there is a reason person. behind that, like because it's like that original sass between General Grievous and Kenobi. Hmm. And then obviously he does like, it. That just shows in... how good those two as enemies were. Oh, they were good. And the fights. In both the it? sword play as mm. well as just 
the villain hero interaction. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's. I mean, is. I mean, also, I think obviously he recently has done it in the new uh, the Over One series. Yeah, but then again, like that was the that was tributed in regards to the Pat Meganis as well as yeah. Ewan McGregor. Hello there. Yeah. Was also tributed in the Clone Wars. Yeah. Before, actually, before, before I go to number one, I have to say this. Have you ever watched Robot Chicken? No. They did it. Oh, it was this funny, very funny um, sketch that was. Uh, it's kind of got an iconic status now, which they did a Star Wars special. Like they did three specials of Star Wars from like all of them at the time. Oh God. And they did this thing with Emperor going up on an elevator. Which obviously, because this is meant to be based in the Death Star. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> so, so he basically just saying, I'll go get the elevator. And you just see all the storages going down, going, Bollard, and just seems not proper. And it's, and it's everything, because he just keeps on getting bored. And then, because he gets just so annoyed, he just goes, OF yourself. Go F yourself. Go F yourself. You have to watch it. It's brilliant. <laughs> there's now, it's, that people now do it if there's like I think when they did it at Comic Cons and stuff they now if they have an an elevator and they have enough stormtroopers they will now do that in real life you just see the people going my lord and you have another one just going stormtrooper stormtrooper and then ending up with the what's up thing at the end which yeah that yeah, <laughs> you have to watch it it's all that bit but, oh yeah um, my, my number one I think it's probably a bit cheating but come on I have to. Baby Yoda. Ah, Grogu is so damn cute, though. He's so adorable. He's, I mean, he's so powerful, but he's so adorable with his big eyes and his force. And he can have a play around. It's ridiculous. I mean, don't get me wrong. I yeah. love Yoda as well. <laughs> I'm sorry, the frog eating scene, though. It's like, no, spit that out of your mouth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's. Him in, I think, obviously, the original credit he is a very interesting character. But, but I think also I like about, I think, Goku. Have you ever seen that? Because he's an animatronic. Because I, I remember them, someone doing playing music and just see the little Yoda just nodding his head off just to join the music. He's, <laughs> yeah. He's too adorable. I'm sorry. He's too adorable. Stop it, stop it. Stop being so fucking cute. It's too, he's too cute. It's too cute. Okay. So yeah. on to your top five. It's funny you bring up Baby Yoda because I have the Mando on my in my top five. Uh, for my fifth one, it is Din Djarin or the Mandalorian. Oh, I was going to say, I have no idea who that even is. <laughs> so, it's the, so it's the Mandalorian. Okay, fair enough. Oh, I yeah. I've, I haven't, I should be honest, I have not watched Mandalorian, but I've watched snippets of Baby Yoda. So that's why I've... Uh, dude, if you... Even I need watch, to watch it, you will see why. Like, he's like, Yes, it's just a bounty. And then he will actually go a heart for this kid yeah. and go to protect her. I think that's the thing is it is a story uh, of saying of family and sort of that. Yes. And then, like, with what you see in the book of Boba Fett as well, with mm. him trying to not, like, just. Give the kid a memoir. Oh. Oh, I was like, ah! My yeah. God, my heart. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so number four? Leia. 
I mean, a fair point. I mean, she is, she can be very um, sassy, especially if you see. No. Her. <laughs> but you can she see can... why her and I would get along. <laughs> yes, I am part of the reliance. It's just like she won't take no for an answer. It's really oh, impressive. Like... And then, like, with the scene with General Tarkin, it's just like Dantooine, the on Dantooine. <laughs> yeah, it's. Yeah, like geez. just the subtle fake defeat on that. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah, and then obviously the whole thing with Luke Skywalker. Oh, Aren't you a little short stuff. for a stormtrooper? <laughs> um, the sash. Into the garbage chute, flyboy. <laughs> uh, okay, clearly I like Leia too much. <laughs> next yeah. one, next, next, next one. You should uh, see. You should just watch the Family Guy version. She's even better in that. God, but yeah, no. Just can we just say never put me and they in the same room? I mean, technically, you can't do that because obviously she's passed away. But no, I would I agree to that. I don't think. I mean, it'd be an interesting um, experiment, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. I don't want yeah. to set. So that's the only one that can handle being in a group of guys. Yeah. Okay, so Which you're is number three. Something I respect oh, of her. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Uh, actually, that's the thing. She is pretty much the only woman in that. I think there are a couple of others, but not really. I mean, not with the old adventures. It's mainly. I her. mean, there's Mon Mothma, but she's not there all the time. I think I know which one. You're... Yeah. Yeah. But okay. So you're number three. Kylo Ren, actually. <laughs> he is a very interesting character. Obviously, all Flash, Ben Kenobi. Yes. And... No, no, not Ben Kenobi. Is it Ben? No, Ben Solo. Ben Solo, that's it. Ben Solo. And, <laughs> and I, I know uh, he is a very interesting character, especially that relationship within Ray and Kylo, and that ending of what he goes to is unbelievable. Yeah, Truly no, sorry, but that's like kind of one of the reasons why I was kind of laughing when you said it. I was like, God damn Because <laughs> it's no. like, oh, it's always those two, I swear. Yeah, I remember there was a whole. I think it was actually in. No, it, I know what it was in. It was in the um, how it should have ended. You see Ray going, giving everyone lightsabers. <laughs> At the end, he's like, "That's how it should have ended." Just load of people with lightsabers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I have to admit, the crossblade saber is definitely one of the oh more intimidating, especially with that broken, fragmented crystal. Oh yeah, the split where it has those flares. And that sound of that thing. Yeah, just like, ah, uh, I I mean, I'm sorry. I am a very sassy person. You put me no. in a room and with the and first the voice order, of Kyla, Hux and the voice included. Of, yeah, and the voice. I end up sassing both of those. Yeah, guys. and the voice and the helmet of Carla Rennes. Oh, menacing. Like, over time, throughout those last three movies, it got so much more menacing. Hmm. I think, didn't he also kill his master, Snook? Was it Snook he yes. killed? No, that was Rick. Yeah, no, that was Snook he killed. Yeah. And I hate love- having that scene. As soon as you bring it up, the whole fucking scene decided to play in my head. God damn it. <laughs> no, I mean, have you ever watched the SNL sketch with no. Tyler Red? They did a um, undercover boss 
Oh, that one! That I have seen that one. It's so funny. He's just like, um, he. Oh, look, he's fainted. Just he just he's like dead. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Like, dude, it's quite. I just find it quite funny. Oh, but... I love it. It was like I can't blame him for that. <laughs> yeah, I think I've done. Like you hear all these people talk talking shit about you. You're gonna want to fucking stab him or choke him. Yeah, choke him in that case. Um, yeah. Hmm. But no. Um. Number two. Ahsoka Tano. I have no idea who that even is. That is Anakin's Padawan. Uh, uh. Oh! Is that from the Clone Wars? I. Oh. And you do see her show up in The Mandalorian, which, oh my god, my heart. Oh, jeez. Oh, I think I've seen, I might, I thought I saw her in, um, yeah. Because I think she did mm, turn to the dark side. She does side, have I a think. small, no, she did not turn to the dark side. I thought she was in an episode of the Clone Wars, she did, or it might be wrong. Uh, that, oh god, there was a minor moment in season three. Mm. But then again, that was with the possession of that uh, brother. Oh, okay. So, whoops. Yeah, and, and, she, and she's doubled lightsaber, which is pretty cool as well. <laughs> I need to do, okay, I need to do this meal for her in regards to that. She is I pretty cool. No, that would actually be a fun one to do. But then again, it's weird because I've had that request on my stream before. She's a re- I must know, she's probably one of those ones you go, who? And then obviously, unless you know, I would say, unless you knew about Clone Wars or probably watched The Mandalorian, you wouldn't know her. I mean, I, she I, also I showed up in Rebels as well. Oh, did she? Yes. Yeah. She okay. showed up to help Ezra when Vader showed up. Okay. Okay. That is interesting. And your number one. Kenobi. Yeah. I'll be honest. Kenobi is just <laughs> a character you see, obviously, because he's pretty much in nearly all of them, but obviously, probably the original. Yeah. But then again, the Ian McGregor Kenobi and the James Arnold Taylor. Oh, Kenobi is that the one? Were my favorite. Is that the James animated? It was the Clone Wars one. Yeah, I was gonna say animated. I think no, I think I've seen that. He's pretty good. It's like I love how much sass he has in mm. both. It's the sass. It's just that, and um, being an older sister with the same feelings of what happened in Revenge of the Sith. Yeah. That hurts. That really does hurt. No, um, that is. I could relate to Kenobi with that. Like, no, as an imagine. older sibling, it's a wonder that he, like, I can, and if you know Kenobi's backstory, especially as to how he became the Padawan for Qui Gon, and then everything that follows through with that throughout the Clone Wars mm. trilogy. No, no I think. Is, I think that's also the thing. Because he's in quite a few of the series, including some of the uh, like cartoon anime animated no, series. I'm talking about like the Jedi, like the like the book for that. 
Oh, oh yeah, there are books. Of course, there are many, like graphic novels and stuff as well. Yeah, no. In regards to um the Jedi training one. Oh, okay. In relations to Kenobi's background. Hmm. No. Like I felt bad. Like I know, like knowing his background, it is so Mm. hard for me not to love him. (laughs) No, because I would also say because I think he's. Because also, I love him in um, the Battlefront games. Because he's quite a cool character. He is so fucking sassy, and I love it. Yeah. I, no, he is, actually. So, I would say the Battlefront games. I mean, Anakin's all right. He's not, but no. Obi-Wan. I think that's the thing. is Obi-Wan has kind of his one line. is He can be like Leon from Resident Evil, who can have his annoying line thinking, <laughs> what an idiot. Kind of what yeah, he No, and then, like, just hearing that, and any time I hear Kenobi come in, no, I think that's fair. That's absolutely fair. But um, no, I'm. Uh, it's going to be definitely. No, I think that's. No, I think that's. No, it's a very good point. I think it's very much a good point. But on, I think on that note, I think we're going to end the podcast uh, today. I hope everyone's enjoyed it. Might be a little bit more short on some bits, but you know, we love doing our top fives, and I think trust me, we've got way more to come on the top five side, and hope. Obviously, I think hopefully everyone's enjoyed it. Give us a like, follow us if you want. Uh, we're on social media. Have a look at new YouTube videos on cloud gaming. I think we've got another couple of ones coming out in the next couple of weeks. And no, I hope, um, I hope everyone enjoys uh, enjoys this episode. Have a listen. If anyone uh, has their own opinions on like the top fives, like please again let us know on social media or wherever. We always like to see what people's opinions. But until next time, farewell.